And now we bring you Mary from Michigan Saves the World, the story of one young woman's search for truth in a life of peril, fortune, and fate. Hoping to discover the truth about Hubert Barker's mysterious tapestry, Mary, along with the loyal Scott Dascom and the charming John Cowan, pay a midnight visit to Mr. Barker at his beautiful Detroit mansion in the heart of historic Indian village. Though the hour is late, Mr. Barker invites Mary and her friends into the house. When Mr. Barker receives a mysterious phone call, he goes out alone into the night to meet someone in a long, dark car, just the sort of car that Julia's visitors at Warrendale had traveled in. Suddenly a shot rings out, and a strange barefoot man lies mortally wounded on the grass, shot apparently by Hubert Barker himself. Mary, Scott, and John, at Mr. Barker's insistence, retreat to the house, hiding away in an attic closet when the police search the premises. Now, some time later, with Mary and her friends still hidden, we hear Mary say... Okay, so they're definitely gone, right? Yeah, I, I, I think so. Okay, so I'm getting my phone out. I need to see what's in here that I thought was your leg, John. It's, it's so bright. Sorry, okay, so, um... What? On earth? Guys, look, it's a... Whoa. Who? What? What is she? She's... Oh, she's a... She's beautiful. What is it? It's like an antique mannequin or something. That's pretty weird. Yeah. And, uh, I'm still a little damp. Maybe Mr. Barker has some clothes I can borrow somewhere. I, I think we can get out of this closet. Okay. But, Mary, put your phone away. The light is so bright, they see okay, it. Okay, yeah, good idea. Wow, okay, it is dark. Oh, okay. Well, there's a little light from the window. So, uh, I am definitely going to need to find some new pants. Wait, just... Just before you do anything... Okay, let me go over to the window. Wait a second. Okay, um... Well... The ambulance is gone... Only two police cars left. I think they took Mr. Barker away. And I guess that makes sense if he shot that man. Even if it was to keep himself from being kidnapped, like he said. We're stuck in here until the other cops leave, though. Can you... Mary, can you maybe get away from the window a little bit? It's yeah. just making me nervous. Sorry. I'll come sit by you. If I can find my way over there without... tripping on something. Is, is that you? Yeah, here. My hand... There's a place here to sit. John? Hey, where'd you go? I'm over here. I don't want to get anybody wet. So do you guys think that barefoot guy died? Well, he didn't look very good. Did he have a shaved head? Am I remembering that right? Everything's such a blur. He had those weird tattoos on his feet. He did? On the bottoms of his feet. Really? Ow. Yeah. Maybe there's some clothes back in that closet. What time is it anyway? Mary, put your phone uh, away. They're going to see the light. Oh, yeah. Oh, here's something. Huh, like an old suit, I think. But Mary, don't look. I'm going to take off my pants. I can barely see anything. I am not sure how to take that. Oh, here's your weird mannequin friend, by the way. Oh, what a strange thing for Mr. Barker to have in a closet. I don't think I want to know. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's his sort of thing. Coming over there. Mary, I found new pants on. Sorry, I just... Is it... Oh, here it is. Huh. So I think she's really... Well, she's not really a mannequin. 
She's more like a sort of, um... Well, you can move her arms and legs. Oh, okay. That's better. Ooh. I think I like this suit. John, go look out the window and see what's happening. Can we see any actual cops? Okay. Mary, I think I have to step over you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so... I just see those two police cars. I can't see if anybody's sitting in the cars, though. I guess they might be. Maybe the cops are, like, interviewing neighbors or something. There are a couple lights on across the street. But they're going to let Mr. Barker go, though. He's a... He's a museum curator. It's not like he's a hardened criminal. I mean... It's... I can think of at least one reason they'd find to keep him. Yeah, but... I mean, they'll let him call a lawyer, at least. Maybe. Hey, you know... I think maybe going commando is pretty awesome. I never really got it before, but I think I'm a convert. Who would tattoo the bottoms of their feet? That must be incredibly painful. Hey, you know, Jillian Fox... Uh... She... She said, uh... She, she said that at first she thought the people visiting Julia were, like, in a cult. Maybe Jillian was right, after all. Yeah, maybe. Well, I guess that's something Julia's never done before, is join a cult. Might as well give it a try. Maybe that's why Jillian decided to, you know, to walk into the fire like that. She'd been brainwashed or something. Huh. I don't know. The security guard at the storage place did say Elle had been talking about the end of the world all the time. Yeah. Maybe Jillian was a part of it, too. Yeah, but I just... She didn't seem like somebody who'd get brainwashed. I can't believe Mr. Barker shot that guy. I know. Did you see it happen? No, I just... He got a phone call, and he went out there, and... I, I guess he knew whoever was calling him, and then he just went out, and... Then I... Oh, you know what? I, I saw the car, and I thought... It looks like those cars of those people who are going to see Julia. So I got my phone out and I took a picture, but I had the flash on. And then I heard the shot. D did you did you take the picture? Did the flash go off? Yeah. Oh. So whoever was in the car. They could have seen you, or at least the flash. The driver and, yeah, whoever else. Were there other people? I don't know. But but the driver, the, the driver would know there was somebody in the house besides Mr. Barker. Oh, I don't like that. I guess as long as the police are out there, we're... <laughs> yeah. When when they go, we go. I thought that was our plan already. <gasps> he said it too. The barefoot man. He said, it's too late. It's too late for everyone. That's pretty much what Jillian Fox said. So wh whatever Jillian thought, she must have got it from from that man or or the people that man is with, whoever they are. So maybe Jillian was in a cult and Ella was too. And maybe that's what's going on. These people are all just... And they got to my sister somehow. But Hubert Barker's obviously not in a cult. No, but maybe he was going to... I don't know. Uh, maybe he was going to give away their secrets or something? So, Mary, when you took that picture and the flash went off... I was trying to get a shot of the license plate. Huh. Well, did you? I don't know. I haven't checked, and I can't check now because I can't use my phone because of the light, but... Oh, guys, what if... What if whoever they are decide to come back and just go around the back of the house or something where the police can't see them and come in and look for us? I was just thinking that. I'm going to need new pants again. Maybe we should try to sneak out the back or something. If, if the police saw us coming out of this house, Mary, they would shoot us without even thinking about it. Scotty? Hey, are you okay? I'm fine. I'm, I'm just exhausted. You don't sound right. No, no, I'm, I'm okay. You should lie down. 
Maybe just get some rest. Mary and I will keep watch. No, no, um, we, we should get ready to leave. Scotty, no, just rest. Ah, uh, my, my phone. Mary, oh. get under something. That light from the phone. Hello? Mary, it's Hubert Barker. Here, get under this blanket. Mr. Barker. Hey, did you see that? Mary, I'm sorry I got you mixed up in this, but maybe you're mixed up already. Are you all right? That, that, that mannequin, when the phone rang, it was... They're just giving me one phone call and this is it. You have to get to the attic now. Whatever you do. But we're in the attic. Right now? What? What's happening? Mary, they're going to try to take her. The mannequin, it's... It's feet, they're, take, uh... Take who? There's a, a girl in the closet. This, this... This mannequin? It's, it's feet. When the, when the phone lit up, its feet had tattoos on them just like... Yes. Can you get out? Can you get out right now? Well, I, I don't know. I'm... You have to try. Right now. And take her with you. Pick her up and take her with you. Get out. They're going to come back. They want to destroy her and everything she means. And you have to save her no matter what. Okay. Mary, the police, they're getting out of their cars. I think they saw the light when your phone rang. They're, they're coming up the front walk and they're, they're two going around the side. We have to go right now. You have to do this, Mary. Everything depends on it. But... Okay. Okay. I've got her. She's heavy. What are you doing, Mary? She's very ancient and very precious, Mary. And you have to... (gasps) Mr. Barker! Mr. Barker! Mr. Barker! Mary, put that thing down. Let's go. I can't. Mr. Barker said we have to get her out of here. They're in the house. But let's get out of the attic at least. Come on. Quiet. Quiet. onto a balcony. Oh, this thing is so heavy. Mary, be quiet. Come on. Quick. Here's the balcony window. Just careful. Mary, oh, I can't. Wait, wait, okay. Okay, okay, there's... Close the window. They can't see us here. Scotty? Hey. Scotty, can you hear me? Scotty. Scotty, are you okay? Scotty, Scotty? wake up. Scotty, please wake up. Oh, no. John, look, down there in the garden, it's... You won't want to miss the next episode of Mary from Michigan Saves the World, next time when our story continues. Chapter One of Mary from Michigan Saves the World has featured Eva Rosenwald, Lauren Bass, Matthew Webb, Ted Gibson, John Seibert, Terry Heck, Wallace Bridges, and Catherine Banks as Mary Marshall. Music by Pamela Meisel. Scripts and direction by Michael Byers. This is your announcer, David Zinn, inviting you to tune in soon for Chapter 2 of the continued story of Mary Marshall's search for truth in a life of peril, fortune, and fate. This is the Empire Podcasting System. (laughs) 